And it is very important for all of us to remember the coming of Jesus. This is something very important. And in the New Testament, are you aware that the first prayer and the final prayer is about the return of Jesus? What was the prayer that uh, in Haimer he taught us? Lord's Prayer. What was it? Your kingdom come. This was, this was his first request. Father who art in heaven, uh, holy be your name, your kingdom come. This was his first request. It wasn't his first request, give us our daily bread, no. Or deliver us from Satan. Your kingdom come. And the final prayer in the book of Revelation, in the final chapter, is 
What does John pray? Jesus, Lord Jesus, come. Shoot Come quickly. How often do we pray for Jesus to return? This is very important. This is not a subject that we can contain it one meeting, but it is one that we have to refer to and preach about again and again. How does the Bible talk about that hope? What qualities does that hope In Titus 2.13, it says about the return of Jesus. Blessed hope. What does it say in English? And we are waiting for his return and for his glory. Revelation of his glory. While we wait for the blessed hope, the glorious appearance of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Yes. Blessed hope, one a desirous hope, a happy hope. Uh, if someone has command of more than one language, we can get this. Um, when we are thinking about return of Jesus, we are desirous of it. There are blessings in it. All our desires will not be fulfilled in this world. Uh, I have come across some preachers uh, yes, uh, who while they are preaching they think that uh, uh, this Christian life is a business, a commercial <laughs> transaction. Believe Jesus, you won't have any problems, all your pay will disappear, all your needs will be fulfilled, all your enemies will disappear, God will give you all the desires of your heart. You will always feel wonderful. And in this world you will be secure and safe from every kind of... Has Jesus said anything like this? Uh, we had a preacher here in the Iranian meeting. I want to pray for you that all your problems will disappear. Those who believe, stand up. All of us stood up. 
Edwards to that. Who wouldn't want their problems to be removed? And the preacher smiled. In that case, I have to pray death for you. All of you die. Because only the dead have no problem. The ones who are in grave have no difficulties. While you are alive, you will encounter difficulties. Now those who want me to pray for their death, let them remain standing. All of us sat down again. Jesus never promised that you won't have any difficulties in this And he has never said that we will not go through turmoil and troubles. In this life we only receive a deposit of his kingdom. We will not receive all the things that he has prepared we will not get all our um, Desire. desires. We just take a small taste but of it. But all the blessed things that the Lord has prepared for that no eye has seen, uh, no mind can fathom, and no tongue can express its glory, and no ear has heard. This is what Apostle Paul has told us. The Lord has prepared for his beloved ones in heaven. Therefore, this kind of hope gives us a blessing. When we think of a heaven when there is no poverty there, Misfortune, no misfortune. There is no crying and wailing. Uh, no fighting. No death. No sickness. The Lord has wiped every tear away. What a blessed place is this. And when we maintain this hope, the life that we live on this earth also becomes sweet. And when we occupy ourselves with the problems of this world or even the blessings of this world and we don't think enough about the things in heaven, our life is not then so blessed. Uh, therefore, if you want to have a blessed life while we're in the world, uh, let us think more about the blessed hope in heaven. The other thing, the second thing that it mentions about him, 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3, a living hope. Blessed is the Lord uh, who resurrected Jesus from the dead. Uh, he has given us life in order that we can have a living hope. 
And we used to tell him, say a holy book, and he used to say, lying book. I think uh, he's <laughs> He was truly an unbeliever. <laughs> and one day he told me the following. <laughs> yes, he was sarcastic to me. <laughs> Edward, you are reading, you are preaching, you are praying, so one day you can go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> what will you do when you leave this life and you find that no, there's nothing there? <laughs> you will feel yourself really defeated. Uh, I answered that I am sure that eternal life is real. <laughs> But if there is one percent of that that it may not be, I haven't lost anything. With that hope, I've led a life of joy and happiness. I've kept myself away from bad things. But now I have a question to fulfill. You who said there's nothing up there. When he repented, when he was being baptized, he was 85 when he was being baptized. The brother had baptized him. This was the testimony he gave. That word, that sentence that Edward told me, it really shook me. 
This is a real hope. I think Iraqan A living hope, a real hope. There is no doubt in it. They were taking somebody to kill him. For the name of Jesus. Uh, just noticed that he was very elderly. <coughs> Poor man. I don't want to kill you. If just you, by one word you deny Jesus, I will forgive you. What should I deny? He lives within me. Yes, It's a long time that we live together. He has become my whole being. What should I deny? Can I deny myself? Judge got very cross. Do you think somebody worthless like you will, if I kill you, you'll end up in heaven? I don't think. I am sure I will go to heaven. This is beyond, I have the assurance that I will go This is a living hope. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The hope that we believe in, there is no room for doubt in there. The third point, the Bible teaches us that this is an eternal hope, In Titus chapter 3, chapter 3, we have been made righteous by His grace for the eternal hope, for the eternal life. Therefore, the hope that we believe in is going to remain in eternity, till eternity. What can you achieve in this life? that will be of eternal value. We sometimes think that bad things are temporary. But the good things don't remain either. Um, say something in this life that will remain forever. A good reputation. Good. Love. But the person, maybe his reputation will remain, but the person does not remain. Beauty disappears. Children grow up. Parents. Brothers and sisters. Wealth. All the troubles that we've gone through. The miracles that the Lord has done for us. The healing that the Lord has done. 
If you are healed today, there will be no guarantee that you will be healthy forever. Anything that we might have in this life is for this life only. But the hope that we have about heaven is Therefore, when a lot of people left Jesus, his heart was broken because of that. Ask the disciples, do you also want to leave me? What was Peter's reply? You have the words of eternal life. Where can we get this? Where can we go to? Yes, I used to think like this before. I used to believe that Jesus is enough for me, even if heaven is not there. But now I don't think like that. I was wrong. My thinking was wrong before. Apostle Paul says, Because if we have our hope on Jesus only for this life, we are more wretched than anyone else. Therefore, we don't want Jesus only for this lifetime. What can I exchange for eternity? Imagine I live to be a hundred years old. Can we exchange hundred years of life to a life of eternity? Uh, I'm prepared to pay what kind of a price to enjoy eternity? Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, don't waste time on empty things. Uh, let us be occupied by the thought of eternal life. Apostle Paul says, if we don't have that hope, if we can make money and after two, three days we'll drop dead. Everything will be finished. The hope that we have, think about things heavenly, not earthly things. The fourth point. Uh, the Bible teaches us that this hope allows us to live a holy life. You read it yourselves. First John, chapter 3, verse 2. The person who has this hope, that Jesus is coming again, he makes himself clean and holy, purifies himself. How can anyone have hope in the return of Jesus and not live a pure holy life? How can somebody have the belief that one day he will be face to face with Jesus and not to be an alert Christian? Can such a thing be possible? 
The thing that motivates me to have a pure and holy life is the hope that Jesus is returning again. And I have to be answerable for my life. If I truly believe in that, this will help me to live a more committed life, a more spiritual life, to live a more holy life, and to be more alert. Fifty years ago in Iran, a missionary came to Iran by the name of Mr. Miller uh, from the um, Protestant Church. A holy man, and their church was very alive at that time. Uh, he had eight leaders in the church. One of them was Hovanes, Armenian, a very spiritual man. Uh, he became sick. Uh, he was on death's door. He could not participate in the elders' meeting. Uh, they put a meeting for the elders. They wanted to start. Uh, there was a telephone call to say that Brother Hovannes had passed away. Mr. Miller was very much uh, attached to this fellow. He told the seven people, said, I can't participate in this meeting. I want to go and uh, uh, meet my brother before he's taken to the mortuary. And they said, we are coming with you as well. All seven of them went. Uh, they are standing surrounding his bed. The doctor has come. Has given the death certificate. And now Brother Miller says, let us all pray. Let us praise the Lord for our brother Hovannes. Maybe you will not believe this. Two of the seven are still alive. And one of them who is still alive told me this. Seven of us prayed. And the final one who offered prayer was uh, Brother Miller. When he said Amen. We heard that Brother said Amen. The one who's telling me this story was a pastor. I thought perhaps I'm hearing things. I opened my eyes. I saw that the right hand of Brother Hovannis was lifted up. And this is what he said. Brothers, I have gone to my Lord. I don't want any of you to be absent from there. And the arm came down. As if he'd been dead for years and years. For 20 minutes we were all shaking. And crying and getting goosebumps. And crying. Until Brother Miller broke her silence and said the following to her. Why are you so surprised? 
he did not believe to what they were saying. Another doctor This man has been dead few hours ago. The brother who was telling me this story. Whenever I become weak in my spiritual life or cold in my spiritual life, the face of Brother Hovannes was coming. I don't want any of you to be absent from up there. And that image was not allowing me to remain in that place. My brothers and sisters, maybe we have not seen an incident like this. There is no need for somebody to tell us what that. Because Jesus himself yes, has given us. I am going and I am going to return. I am going to prepare a place for you and then come again. And when he went, angels came. Why are you looking up to heaven? This Jesus went to heaven. Not anyone else, that Jesus. Not uh, Muslim Mehdi, that Jesus. This Jesus went to heaven. He will return. The way you see that he left, he will return. This is our hope, which is It enables us to lead a more holy life. This is what we have to see face to face. I'm bringing my preaching to the end with these following words. This is something that is comforting, the fifth point. Uh, first Thessalonians uh, verse 4, chapter 4. 12 until 17, read later on. We don't have time. This part, uh, pastors and uh, parents read it while they're on the side of the grave. When Jesus comes first, dead in the Lord will rise. And the ones who are alive will be raptured. They'll have a new body. And they'll go to heaven. What does it say in verse 17? Comfort with one another with this word. What does it say in verse 12? 
I don't want you to grieve for those who have no hope. It doesn't say that you will not be sad when you lose a loved one. Any separation is painful. But don't be sad like the ones who have no hope. Ուզում եմ այս տոր թե իր 
what a blessed hope it is. Victor Hugo'nun kitek inşası. Do you know what Victor Hugo said? The writer, yes. Victor Hugo'nun asme who is sir? Victor Hugo says hope. It's like the wings of a bird. And like water to the fish. If a bird is without wings, it's no longer a bird. And if a fish has no life, it's no longer a fish. Has no life. This is the hope. He who has no hope has nothing. But praise the Lord for this hope. Don't think too much about this hope. Think about Amen. this hope. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus Hallelujah Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. There is Jesus, may I preach a bit of God.